The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Und was der Fichtel uns jetzt gleich sagen wird, das werden wir uns anhören mit von der Party die Woodies. We regrettably interrupt fishing with guns with this special news bulletin. Kevin Gassman. The giant hairy creature, part ape, part man. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Your pregame announcer, your pop singing sensation, Gassman. Gassman. One of the carbon blobs from Singer's M&G. Some people have said that you're retarded, not me. What's going on, everyone? How you guys doing? I think I'm on. Is this thing working? What's up, Heidi? Oh, you can't hear me. I can hear you. Well, I can't hear me. All the mics aren't on yet, yeah. Oh. All right, what's up? <laughs> Always like the train wreck when we start the shows off here on the show. <laughs> Welcome to it, the Going Global with Gas Man show on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. And... Heidi Gad is riding shotgun. I am. And our special guest in studio, the band Inept Hero, is with us here. What's up, guys? You guys can say, hey, what's up? You guys need your microphones they need, they, in they, your mouths. <laughs> Just saying. They're going to get there. They're going to get there. Um, I'm excited. Wait, yes. Who, who's the singer? I'm the singer. Okay. Darren. <laughs> Darrenson. Well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> We'll have to introduce the band uh, right now. Why don't we go around the horn? So uh, we're missing someone. We're missing three guys, actually. This is only half of the crew right now. Right, right, okay. But I'm Aaron. I'm the vocalist. Okay, Aaron. Uh, my name is Scotty. I play guitar. Uh, I'm Austin. I play the keyboard. Very cool. All right. And who are we missing? Uh, we're missing Ryan, Chris, and Nathan. All right. Use this microphone, actually. It might be better. Okay. Check. check. Yeah, there you go. All right. So this is... <laughs> So I, I always love telling people, like, say, like, when I talk to bands, I'm taking, like, if you met someone out, like, say, in the grocery store, and you're, like, struck up a conversation, they said, oh, what do you do? I'm like, well, I'm in a band. I'm like, well, what's the name of your band? They're like, oh, we're, we're in Neptero. Oh, well, what, what do you guys play? What do you guys do? What would you say? Uh, you got to get close to the mic, man. I mean, usually it's, uh, it, I go with, uh, we're a mixture of uh, punk and metal. Punk and metal. Yeah. I love it, man. Because we're going to get a little heavier here on the show today, which I'm excited, Heidi. Yay. Finally. <laughs> Definitely getting heavy. Yes. And then, of course, next hour, we're going to do little aliens as well. Just a cool. little aliens? Just a little aliens. Yeah. And, and up here, are you guys ready to talk to some aliens next hour? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Took yeah. You took some notes. You've been watching some TV and seeing what's up. Oh, yeah. And I love it because Scotty's from New Mexico. And oh. I, I lived in New Mexico. And yeah. so there's a lot of lore out there. 
And I have a clip from someone who um, we'll talk about that later on in the show. All right. So I'm excited about that. So mm. normally what we do on this show, this hour, the least we'll talk to bands and play music and kind of throw a bitch. So does anybody out there have like a, uh, you know, a bitch this week? I mean, of course, the national anthem was uh, under fire, of course, Ooh. you know. Ooh. Big stuff there. You guys football fans? I know, Scotty, you uh, are. Yeah, yeah Redskins, I'm not really a fan. It's more like a religion, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it is, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. you're pushing the envelope on you're pushing That's someone's it. buttons on this, aren't you? I mean. Well, because yeah, because I'm from New Mexico and use well, there's no professional team out in the middle of nowhere. So <laughs> I think that the Redskins were real good back in the '80s. So you know, my parents and grandparents all just gravitated towards it. And so when I was growing up there, it's just like Redskins football or church. And that's it. That's weird that it's the Redskins <laughs> uh, for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they won three Super Bowls back in like, you know, all right. 80s so and they were early 90s. So they were relevant back then. You hopefully. bandwagoned then. That's you it. Bandwagoned. I was back think, then, it was okay, like the, would... the Patriots of the 80s. Okay. When I thought, you know, when I lived in New Mexico, <laughs> I lived in southern New Mexico. So it's oh, even yeah. further away from any kind of football team, you know. Exactly. But for the most part, anywhere in that, re- that region, it was, you know, Cowboy fans, Bronco fans. Or, Ra- or Ra- Raiders. Yeah, a lot of Steelers, too. Um, I think that just goes that's with the it. territory. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, and the Steelers were, were a big uh, news topic this week, of course, if you notice oh, yeah, yeah. the, the situation that they bowed out of the um, – what I mean by bowed out, they didn't go on the field for the mm-hmm. national anthem. So they stayed yeah. in, the, in the tunnel. But Jose Villanueva, who is an ex-Marine or ex-Army? Army, Army Ranger. Army Ranger, right. So he was like, I'm going to go out just to hang out up here. And he was supposed to be with the rest of his team. But he ended up going ahead of them. And then the rest of the team got cut off by people walking by them. Yeah, they did, yeah. And then the, tr- then the anthem came on. And then the Steelers got stuck because you're not going to walk when the anthem's going. You stay, you stay where you're at. Yeah. And that's the situation that happened. But then it looked like really... <laughs> like yeah, going away was like fuck you guys I'm exactly yeah right. immediately looked like he was just saying like oh, oh you know my, right, my team quit collectively making a decision to stay in but he right. they perceived it as him like wanting to, to go against them but he apologized later like not apologizing to to just to um, you know to being out there for the national anthem, he was he was apologizing to you know not being part of the team and the right. decision that they collectively made which was you know. Yeah, not to be involved, not just, you know, don't put the cameras on us. There's nothing, there's nothing to look at, man. I think it was in 2009, it wasn't even mandatory for them to yeah, be Yeah, that's there. the thing. It's a newer, th- it's a newer thing. Speaking speak of the mic. Oh, sorry. It's a newer <laughs> thing, The doing the, the was it the national anthem before the games? Was it 2000? Right, well, at least them being on the field for it. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah for them, you ask old players, they're like, we never were out there, you know what I mean? Like, we were in the locker room or we never even happened. Right, you know what I mean? right. That was, that was the thing. That was, they're psyching themselves up for a game. They're going to smash them heads, man. Right. right. <laughs> they don't have time for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so even the military, even uh, buying these packages where they have military displays yep. um, during the games and, and they're doing that. So I think mm-hmm. that's become uh, to the surface of, of this. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of things have popped up because of this, not just because of a, the, the police brutality of the yeah. original protest and what it really is meant to be for exactly yeah. um, seemed to have been kind of swept away for something else it's almost like a false patriotism I, well in a sense well the background of me also I've been military for the last 16 years so. yes and thank you for your service yeah no way, problem uh, um, so I was active duty in the middle of nowhere White Sands, like Holloman, yeah. Holloman Air Force Base, which was really close to where you were. And yeah, yeah. You lived in Las Cruces, right? I, yeah, and I did news, and we covered Holloman, we covered White Sands. So, yes, I'm yeah, yeah. Yeah, familiar with that area. So, yeah, so I was active duty six years, and the last 10 have been reserves out here at Luke. But, um, so, I 
so people were like people that I work with. They're always like, "Well, how do you feel? Because you're a veteran and whatever else." And so, I think it's great that they're that they're um, protesting because we live in a country that allows us to protest. You know, if you're gonna kneel, whatever, kneel. Like it's okay. Or I mean, first of all, they kind of, a, kind of a mixed feeling I have about the kneeling because Kaepernick he was kneeling because of. Uh, injustice and police brutality, but he was him and you know a handful of other guys. They were the only people that. Well, he was really sitting at first, though, wasn't he? Yeah, like, yeah. He, like the first couple of games, he was yeah. sitting, and then he spoke to like a military dude. Yeah, and that was he, like yeah. it's, kneel is a probably better way to do it. Exactly. So he was the one that was actually. Oh, <laughs> sorry, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what but uh, yeah, he was kneeling. Nice ringtone. <laughs> was that Lady Gaga? <laughs> 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 but uh, the response from the NFL, it it wasn't about the injustice. It was about more like a response to to the president, and because president said something, and so people were like, you know, giving them bird basically, and so the whole league is standing with each other more so than they are standing against police brutality or anything like that. So it's, it's turned into that. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of that you got to make fun of us. I mean, I, I can't remember who. Uh, made a point of that of, yeah. the, of the NFL, but I think um, it was it's a poignant point because he goes, once you bash on the NFL owners, <laughs> yeah. you, now you've done it. They're yeah. not going to stand for this. They're gonna, you, you don't tell them what to do. Right. You know these owners are like they're they're owners. They, they don't. Yeah. They're many presidents themselves. Right, you know. Exactly. Yeah. You don't tell. So not only that, didn't Trump try to buy a team in the nineties? In the nineties, yeah. And he got the, and he <laughs> and then he sued apparently for like, like a billion dollars and only and he won the contest, but he only won it uh, for he won three dollars and change. Yeah, geez, <laughs> and he got and he got banned from the NFL. <laughs> yeah, so there's, yeah, there's backstories that I don't. You know, right. A lot of people don't even realize what's going on. No, so right. It's, it's kind of weird. But that's what's coming out of this, you know. Though yeah. you know, when I, I see people on Facebook, they're getting so like, I can't believe they're not standing this and that. I was like, well. Do you understand what they're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Con- yeah that grasp that concept. Exactly. Well, you don't see these people freaking out at the people standing in line to get a beer at the Coliseum right. or the arena while the it's going on. You know what I mean? They're not chastising these people. Right. It's not yeah. just that. I mean, what about people at home? Yeah. Standing you know what at I mean? Yeah. At a ba- what about a bar? Yeah. Are, 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 do bars stop? No. Hang on. Of course not. A few know. do. You know? I will admit. Do, do they? Yeah. Do they really? Yeah. Okay. So it happens somewhere. It's not a. The pub, I work pub, at a Kansas City Chiefs bar in Scottsdale Pub Rock Live, and oh, they stop during the anthem. We usually stop. Okay. Yeah, but as far as like disrespecting the flag, there's many types of ways that people disrespect the flag that I've always been aware of that we do it every single day. And sometimes it really makes me mad sometimes. Like, for instance, if you wear a big American flag T-shirt, that's a lot of that is not displayed properly. So it can be seen as disrespectful. Obviously, it's not worth it to say, hey, man, you're, you're right. disrespecting the flag. So what about but, like American flag bikinis? Yeah. Oh, totally exactly. against. There's a flag code. You can go online. I'm it up. There's but a see, flag I'm saying. All this yeah. stuff is popping up out of this one. You know, like the whole, the whole thing starts with a big disrespectful thing. Like the NFL right. with the flag being carried the way it is. It says it should never be carried like that. Yeah. Oh, it should be free. Or laid out on a flag. should like never a flat, be f- carried right. flat like that. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. So yeah. we're, we're such hypocrites. Big time. Yeah. Splitting hairs is my stepdad would call it. There you go. Splitting hairs. And for I don't know what reason anymore now. Like it seems like the, to split hairs is just for the fact that people want to split hairs for no reason. Right. Like right. what's the next thing now? They just uh, want to complain to complain. Exactly. <laughs> something just uh, bugs them that yeah they feel like now they have a right to say something right. Right. Yeah. Like you know, social media gives everyone that you know. Like, Remember like yeah. I was gonna say the um, last the third episode of the new season of South Park really explains that if you haven't seen it. I'm so behind <laughs> with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm behind on that too. I need to get on that. Terrible. 
I'm not going to ruin it. Okay. For <laughs> I'm watch it. I guess I need to. Yeah, I need to watch that too. Oh my gosh! Seriously, Kevin? Yeah. Which were you, what season? Twenty one. Oh yeah, I, I got an antenna What's for my hilarious? TV. So <laughs> we're, not, we're not seeing South Park. I'm right the now. only girl in the room, and yet I'm the only one who knows this. <laughs> you guys well, don't watch South Park. We can talk Rick and Morty. We can talk Rick and Morty. I don't watch South Park though. Yeah, I don't watch that. Rick and Morty. Member berries. Oh man. Member berries. Yeah, we, that's what we had. We had that as an intro track for a couple shows, I think. Like. Yeah, the member berries. Yeah. Yeah, we're really slacking on the South Park knowledge because we have a song that's like called Shablagoo that's based off a South Park quote. <laughs> I, I just hope they're making another Team America, man, just Ooh, because we could use another Team America at this moment right now. Yeah. Yeah, the um, South Park guys, they're really, they're quick. Something happens yeah. the very next day, the next week, they're, they got something witty and yeah. produced. Yeah, I'm waiting to see what they do with this Hugh Hefner. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> something. probably be next week. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of that, we're gonna play porno music or not later on in the program. <laughs> Yay! In, in honor of uh, Hugh Hefner. <laughs> okay, Sweet. the man. Who, um, I got I got into a little like online argument. I made a joke about it, and I just uh, and we'll talk about it later. But okay, so somebody on the radio. We have a friend of ours on the show who's listening to another radio show in Phoenix and heard something that this guy got killed out in Florida. He was the, he was mental and he was a, a, a transgender. The cop shot him. He was on a campus. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, apparently someone made fun of that and the whole deal. And I made a comment about it, this and that. So when I made a joke about Hugh Hefner, this guy came back and commented and was like, well, you can make a joke about this, but the other guy you can't. I'm like, that's completely different things, right. man. So I, I'm just trying to think, like, with these arguments we're seeing on these online, is this, this I don't know, is it a, a delusion? Is it, um, is it a bubble they're in? They just can't see anything outside of it? I mean... They just want to have the last word, I think, is what it comes down to. Is it the last word? I mean, what do I, you think? I mean, to me, it seems like, uh, with especially on the internet, everyone's... You're powerful behind a screen. Right. You know what I mean? And you... You can just watch videos online where like a lot of these social justice warriors, I guess you'll call right, them, yeah. get confronted with actual questions and actual, and they have no response. You yeah, know what I mean? They disappear. There's super extreme <laughs> ones where the kids just start screaming and yelling, you know, but then there's other ones where the kids, they just seem like they're misinformed is what it is to me. Right. But it's funny when you, if you, I like reading, that's for my entertainment because I don't have cable. I, you know, I read these threads on Facebook and they're really entertaining. They're scary as well. <laughs> they're very sad. Yeah. People, the way they think, but you'll see someone post something be completely outrageous post on the out of left field or what the fuck are you coming up with this you know yeah. and then people point it out like you say point out their their mistakes and then they just don't more no more comments from them yeah. they're, they're gone they, you know they disappear so whether they get scared easy or if they're just a, a bot just to place that that post there that comment to stir shit up yeah. and then then they're gone and then you see everyone else fighting each other this guy's long gone you know, that's is that the Russian bot influence? Is that the Russian bot infestation we're seeing? Uh, the, the, yeah. the division that they're trying to cause, you know? Because yeah. that's, there's bot farms, they said. They proved that there's actually places where thousands of people are. They're definitely on Tinder, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> they're on Tinder. <laughs> you're not real. You're not a real person. How do you know they're uh, from Russia? I mean, I, they're, they're, I mean I, they could be Russian, but. <laughs> Grinder, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, so I've heard. I <laughs> well, man, yeah, I don't know, man. I just think that's you know that's the that's the battle I think we're fighting right now. That's the that's the kind of war we're at to a certain degree. It's a war of words. Yeah. You know, when you see these posts, these comments, and they're they're so vicious and they're 
a lot of vitriol. Well, well and that's the other thing is too is like it's with like with text when texting was coming around, everyone could probably around our age could experience like every text was taken out of context. Oh yeah, you know. Right. So much at least loss. now there's emojis. You can kind of throw a little like, "Oh, J.K. I'm joking." Right. You know, because a lot of like what you say where someone's probably malicious might have thought it was funny. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I feel bad about the situation, but the way I handle situations is, I make a joke and I make light of it. Yeah. And everyone took that as offensive. Yeah. You know, and it happens to comedians a lot too, where they people come to their shows and then get offended at them, where it's like. Mm-hmm. You don't really have the right to get offended at my opinion. You paid to be here. Well, yeah, you know? if you're there at the shop, I mean, and I feel you. Shop. You know, and I think Facebook's the same way. Like, you choose to be there. It's a free place, yeah, but you can easily just go no and not do it anymore. Right. Just like television, just like radio. Like, I feel like that way about like any kind of censorship or things like that. Oh yeah. Whereas if you don't like what you're seeing, just turn it off. Yeah. You know, you don't have to. And now the problem is you can just comment and just tangent. Oh my god. You know. <clears throat> One of my. Someone, I thought someone was going to jump in. Very good. Um, one of my biggest pet peeves on online social media are the, are the news channels. I don't know if you follow any of the news channels locally. I have unfollowed them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've, and I made a little a statement about unfollowing them as well. <laughs> um, for, for those who don't know, I'm actually, I have a broadcast degree in journalism. I actually went to school to learn how to, you know, do what we're doing here right, right. now at this moment. So... It, when I see the media and the see journalism and to see how they behave, you know, online, there's there's no there's no there's no protocol online for anybody, is there? We just do this because we feel like this is the way we're supposed to do it, and we're just kind of following in line like everyone else is following in line. So there's no protocol. There's no there's no book of rules, no. is there? I'm still learning what certain like acronyms mean. You know, like FML. I didn't know what that meant for the longest. <laughs> or FML or whatever. I was like, what does that mean? Yeah, I didn't. people would say that. I'm, you know, I had an SMH one for me. <laughs> yeah, like I just never picked up on it. Um, oh yeah, I got a. I have a uh, a teenage little sister who's I think she's 16 or something, and she's always putting acronyms. They'll put TBH question mark, and I'm like. I guess it means to be honest. Oh, but is that what, that is? what is that? What do you mean to be honest about? I don't. <laughs> right. I that's like a weird way of saying. Are you ser- are you serious? Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know if she wants me to respond. Like what am I honest about, or am I supposed to? I don't know. And then people start commenting on it. I, I don't get it. We're, I right. we're just old now. Yeah, so. <laughs> I don't even try anymore. <laughs> I want to try, but <laughs> I feel like I'm like my like my grandpa. Like, nah, I just don't get it. Exactly. I just don't get it anymore. It doesn't make any sense it's, to me. It's yeah, tough right. because like we like being you guys in a band. I mean, you have to live on social media. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you have yeah. to be, and you have to follow what's going on. For I mean, sure. it's just the way it is. So either you either you adapt or or you don't. You yeah, know? exactly. But, right, you can you know. There's other people like you guys. <laughs> you know, there's yeah. people like us. You know, find them and let the you know the other generation do what they need to do. But you know, you want to have them at least wake up to what's going on as well and is anybody passing that information on to them I mean as that younger generation are they are they are they woke yet you know are they aware of this or are they just sucked into this you know chat snap snapchat what's it called <laughs> <laughs> yeah see snapchat. I'm an old man yeah. what's this chappy snatty thing that you yeah. <laughs> the problem is is also is everybody does things on on social media for for that like you know they, it's like they get off on that like oh I got 50 likes I got 100 right. likes oh there's gotta be a like, study somewhere though a correlation oh, yeah, of like sure. likes to like serotonin yeah like we have a my older brother was telling us t- telling me just he's like look I, I we have a family member I don't want to say their name but there was this incident or this thing that happened she posted on Facebook and everybody's you know doing the sad face and giving her some um, you know my condolences and stuff right. like this and and he's like 
Yeah, I know it's it's like she got all this, you know, condolences and comfort online, but when she posted it, he's like, when, I, when she posted that, I was there, and so I was with her, and it. she didn't really have that moment like she posted about, because my brother took the picture and was like, hey, take a picture of me in front of this this cross, and, and she's just setting up a picture, basically, and then when my brother's ready to take a picture of her, she's like, then starts acting sad, oh. and then he takes the picture, and then he's like, "Oh, okay, cool. Now I'm going to post it and Whoa. put this Throw sad some filters thing. on there." Yeah, and, so, and now I'm I'm ultimately sad, but you know, for the sympathy. Like. Yeah, my older brother's like, "Look, but this is no, there's no moment there." You know, yeah, post. well, posting that stuff anyway is kind of a, it's, it's selfish a little bit, isn't it? Because you're, you're taking it away from the person who passed. For you know? Sure, yeah, yeah. It's not about you. It's I mean, yeah. you know, know your effect. And why why post that shit yeah, anyway? No, yeah. Why do people post sad stuff? You know, yeah. right. It just—I don't get it. I Keep mean, it positive. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Social and media, not social. Let's all get depressed. Well, like, know what I mean, right. The news is a great example. It's—it's the—it's the—the foundation of what everyone wants to post. You right. watch news; it's nothing but sad stuff. Well, nothing but negative see, things, and people just—that just keeps going. You're, it's called a news feed for a reason on your Facebook. But again, who gives the news? you know what to put out there i mean who is this, some kind of intern that's finding weird stories uh, you know at what point are you the news at what point are you just a tabloid mm-hmm. you know at what point are you just out there just to keep our attention from something else as opposed to what we really should be focusing on which you're never going to get from the news mm-hmm. they're never yeah, going to give mean, you the appropriate thing that you should be thinking about they're going to give you some some bullshit shit yeah. <laughs> well, that's I mean that's the thing is think about what the news is even doing. What what are, what's their gain by giving you the news? The, right, right. What do they gain out of you viewing the news from them? And what is do it you money? Gain? Is it yeah, well, they right? do. What they do want do? likes. They want the comments. Yeah, exactly. They need, yeah, the, they, they need the interaction more than anybody. They are exactly. the most deprived of likes. They yeah. uh, they are so starved of them that, that they'll oh, yeah, do yeah. anything to get them yeah. and keep it constant over and over again. And I, well, I'll read this what I wrote because it pretty much sums up what we're talking about. But you know they 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 don't care about what it is. They just want to find something to keep you away from wh- what it is. Just, that pay, just pay attention to <laughs> us, right? So so basically, I, I just said. Um, I go, I can't anymore. <laughs> you can put any news group, any news station. I said, um, I go, tag name station. I go, I can't anymore. Your incessant need for content to feed your desire for likes and comments, no matter the material you'll provide, no matter the material you provide, has failed the integrity of journalism. The news you bring holds no value. Your polls only cause division. You're no longer a source of news, but instead you're a source of distraction. A new national inquirer, a tabloid hiding behind the guise of a news organization. You're so ADD and such an emotional roller coaster on your stories that I question your judgment on what is important and what is not. As of now, I've come to the conclusion that you do not know that answer. Nice. And that's like a, <laughs> what they call a home run in baseball. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. It's just me. I, it's just who I have. You know, I have that broadcast degree in journalism. I worked in news. I worked in a, in a. I mean, I've covered it. I've, I've been there. I know what they do. And I, and I had to get out of there as fast as possible. I lasted nine months in that in that job. Yeah. I literally, I literally quit. I wanted to leave that that job. Yeah. When I when I see somebody posting like a news agency posting, I'll see who they are and what the article says, and then who's paying their paycheck. So then you can tell if they're leaning left, leaning right, right. and then you, it's, like, it's not even worth reading the yeah. article. What are they posting? John Oliver did something about media broadcasting. If yeah. you didn't check this one out, because it talks about one company owns a bunch of different stations around the country, all promoting the same story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hard right wing 
uh, uh, commentary, basically. And it's sure. like scripted, like yeah. literally scripted. To the word, yeah, to the T. Yeah. They're just regurgitating on every single channel. And right. I, I think it was like Conan or somebody put a, put together or, or Jimmy. Uh, no, I, well, uh, Daily Show does that a lot. Yeah, they put together clips, like yeah. uh, big, long, just everybody saying the exact same S- thing. Right, the same lead into oh, the story. Right. Right. <laughs> Scary, but that'd be like, who picks up on that? I mean, we pick up on that. We see that. I mean, we need to get the masses. People don't care. They think that's what it is. Most people just don't care. Right? They're just, you know, Mm happy. People put too much um, investment into news, into local news. I mean, you're. you're, I I think it's even. I think it's even worse than that. I don't think people put any investment into it unless you're like. I think there's an age line where people actually listen to the news and actually give a shit what's going on, and the other half that's just like. I really give. A, I really care about who's pregnant right now and what's popping in Hollywood and who's sleeping with who versus, you know, the devastation going on in another small part of the country. You know, right, right, and all this division in our heads, even all these different you know stories that we have to pay attention to, and how many? I mean, how much does that really affect you personally? Right. Yeah. It really yeah. doesn't. You know. At all. And, you know, like you talk about the news stories when you read them. What kind of value do you get out of that after reading? Are you sad? Yeah. Does, did it improve your life? Do you feel better that you know this now? No, probably not. No. And people will click on, you know, if I have this left-leaning mindset or right-leaning mindset, it's like you're just going to go find those websites and those articles that are going to give you what you're looking for anyway. So right. it's like, right. what, are you really getting news or are you just trying to get, you know, something that will help you just feed your own feed exactly what you already have in your mind anyway so it's like oh, you're trying to open your mind at all you're just trying to reinstate what you already have in your mind right you need to some of the validate <laughs> yeah, that exactly right so paul horner passed away he was uh, i guess the king of fake news um, last year he promoted a lot of fake stories was a really really good at seo online and promoted his stories and he, he felt the blame personally that he feels that he was an enabler for trump to get <laughs> Elected because of his, his because of his news stories yeah. that the hard right wing conservatives picked up on and pr- you know, promoted as truth. Yeah. So you talk about trying to find the right. They don't care. The guy Paul Horner put his name in every story apparently. Wow. <laughs> so if you're reading these stories, well, Paul Horner's pretty. He's <laughs> pretty connected, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> you know, but he, you know, he's a nice guy. He passed away at 38 years old. I mean, fishy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know, man. I mean, the guy he was. A genius at SEO. He promoted these stories that influenced a lot of people, and now he's not here anymore. Do we know how he died? Um, they <laughs> My found him. Conspiracy. What was funny is one of these stories said Paul Horner, uh, fake news story. Paul Horner guy found near Phoenix. They're always found. That, but I'm like, <laughs> he was he was in his. Well, yeah, they're always gonna be found. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's always, always you know what I mean. Like, there's never like a note or nothing. It's just, you know, it's found. Right, but found means like they found him in the street or something like that, right. or found him like in an alley. Like that's that that what he, found means. That to he me. was lost to begin with. Right. Yeah. yeah. They found his yeah. body somewhere. I'm like, no, it was in a room. It was in his house. Is where he passed away. Apparently, he he was on uh, opioids. Is what they're saying. He though he did like to enjoy those. Um, what they're saying, but he was a humanitarian. He got did the uh, socks for homeless people. He raised uh, money for that. So, you know, hmm. I don't know, man. That's fake news. So <laughs> just be aware of what you do see and read. And uh, maybe he faked his own yeah. death. Just do research. Well, right? There's thoughts out. That. He's on out. There's thoughts of that. Quickest way is to fake it. <laughs> that has been. I mean, but that was. You with Elvis and Jim Morrison somewhere. South America. Right. <laughs> South America. Yeah. South America yeah. Somewhere. We actually per- have Tupac's playing a show with them. So. <laughs> we actually have a song that kind of 
hits on those points on our on our new album called, oh, called Consumer. And it's oh, perfect, kind of man. Like fake news and you know infomercials and the brainwashing that goes down with television and the news and all that jazz. Well, let's Brad. play it. Can we do that? Want to play it right now? Let's yeah. play it right now. Okay. Can we? Can yeah. That? Sure. Is that all right? I got it ready to go. Oh, you just got it ready oh, to go. I had it. Go? I'm not on top of this, man. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we have an hero hanging out with us in the studio. It's our first break. That's a long break, by the way. We did yeah. it. went halfway. I dig it. Yeah. The show. We'll come back. We'll play some porno music or not. Cool. Okay, cool. Yay. <laughs> we'll talk about the U. Hefner. Heidi's favorite game ever. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a radio debut. This is. This is right. Yeah, okay, so Lazarus is the EP. It's coming out next week and next third next Saturday night. Yep. And, uh, and yeah, so I'm excited. This is cool. So thank you for letting us be the, the yeah. debut for this. Was of this course. the song you wanted to debut off the album or uh, this is happens to be the this perfect is the, one this is the first the first track okay the actual single is going to be the actual the last track on the album you have an intro that goes along with this there is an intro so yeah, should play, i play, yeah, the, intro? play the intro that makes it a little more relevant there you are oh, perfect <laughs> all right but i also can't wait to play satan's pretty cool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to let you know <laughs> all right intro into consumer yeah. It's a Neptero from Lazarus, Lazarus, their new EP, which drops next week right here on Going Global with Gas. Man. Yeah, consumer right here on Going Global with Gas, man. That's a Neptero, Matt. Dude, <laughs> we were jamming it. That's some really good shit, man. Thank you. And I really dig that a lot. And that's got a lot of energy in it. And I think uh, we need a lot more of the energy on, you know, <laughs> through our music and stuff. Yeah. Lazarus is the album coming out next week, the EP. You want to uh, tell people where they can find uh, it online, at least when it comes out, and where you guys are going to be for the EP release party. Uh, the EP release party is going to be at Pub Rock Live in Scottsdale. Um, it'll be released on iTunes, Spotify, Move Music, pretty much all the music platforms on October 7th. Okay, and uh, and Ineptero is it's that's the website ineptero.com. Um, that is being worked on. There will okay. be an ineptero.com, but nice. right now it's on uh, just hit us up through Facebook. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Um Lazarus is the album title or and so what's the songs are they all kind of playing in together here? Is this is there a theme to the album? Um I mean, it's kind of like Lazarus, you know, is a kind of a rebirth, you know what I mean? It kind of died and came back to life as Lazarus, the story of Lazarus. Um, and I feel that's kind of what happened with the band for a little bit. We were kind of on a little bit of hiatus. We went through some band member changes. It's definitely a little bit of a style change as well. So I feel it's kind of a rebirth for okay. Neptero, and it's kind of a, taking on a new a new level now. Right on. Yeah, so. you guys have been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah, when, when did you get your start? When, when uh, was the, con the conception of? 2008. 2008, 2008 man. 2008. Yeah, I was a senior in high school. And it's always been a Neptero for you? Yep. Very cool, man. Were there other names you pondered before you uh <laughs> oh yeah sure <laughs> uh, what was the band supposed to be called <laughs> uh we were thinking chance for change back yeah. in the day this is when we were the pop punk band okay you know bright eyed and just the garage <laughs> band, <laughs> you know we wanted change man right but uh yeah chance for change uh what was another one? Secrets of the Empire, I think, okay. was another one. I can get behind that, name. <laughs> That's pretty epic, right? <laughs> it is epic. I like that it one. is. I like that one. But yeah, I was just thumbing through a dictionary at school one day, and uh, I was a teacher's aide. I had nothing better to do, you know? So I was just going through a dictionary, and I found the word inept. And I was like, that's a cool word. Right. <laughs> and I looked up the you know, definition, foolishly incapable, and I'm like, man, that fits us perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and we were also going around, uh, throwing ideas around about, like, let's do, like, hometown hero or some kind of hero thing, you know? And I've always been a big fan of superheroes, and especially uh, 
Ninja Turtles, which <laughs> which is funny. You look up a Nept Hero, and one of the first things that pops up, other than us, is Ninja Turtles. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'm a huge Ninja, That's Ninja Turtles funny. fan. Yeah, so right they seem so capable, though. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a Ninja Turtle back in the 80s. Yeah, it was that your thing? Yeah, yeah we had a, like a big porch in front of our house, but on the side of the house, we had like uh, an old... I think it was like a styrofoam beer keg holder that we made into a manhole that we could go through and then you can go underneath the porch, which was your <laughs> underground lair. So pretty much uh, we were ninja that turtles. Awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a little, I, mean, I can't say I'm, I'm envious here, but uh, I mean, it, was just a, it was a little bit past my time. I wasn't yeah. able to dig holes in the ground for Talk the ninja about turtles. a man cave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot cooler in my mind, but looking back is probably kind of well. You know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I think anytime you look back when you're a kid and and you see the same thing today, you, it's just a different thing, you know. Like you're you're yeah. so like even like for us at least for me growing up with video games, you know, it was Pac-Man, it was Asteroids, it was those games that you know mm. captured your attention and your imagination. And you go back now, you get bored on it so fast. It's yeah. like oh they're coming God. back though. They are, are and they? those are some of the hardest games. That's they why the they're coming games, back right. after playing the the new games that are so you think they're so complicated you go back to the simple three buttons they're tough it's like the like simple one fart, button you know? like yeah. like joust joust yeah. Don <laughs> donkey kong yeah oh, you, like you guys pitfall ever, that one always got me pitfall yeah that was one of mine i could never get past that first level i love pitfall <laughs> have you guys seen the preview for that ready play i don't know these guys i blow it up on them, but you guys seen the preview for that ready player one movie no what is that? oh my goodness the, the book is awesome. the book by ernest klein but I don't want to spoil it for anybody who has, wants to read the book, but essentially it's just 80s pop culture, 80s video games that takes place in like the not too distant future, but the world's all VR and some guy who owns the VR dies and he sets these Easter eggs up that you got to find and everything's based around 80s pop culture. Oh, interesting. And one of the levels you got to play Joust, you're riding oh, yeah. ostrich <laughs> in the game, nice. you know what I mean? Oh, very cool. It's directed by Steven Spielberg is doing it. Oh, interesting. And they, right. he's referenced in the in the book a bunch. Right. Cuz in the book you can your avatar can drive anything, so the character's avatar drives the DeLorean. Oh wow, you know what that's I mean? really cool, From man. Back to the Future's. So. I uh, there's a movie called um, King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters. Hmm. You need to watch this movie. It is about the the record holder of Donkey Kong. Oh, and it is a it's, it's a it's like my favorite documentary ever. <laughs> you, you, yeah, because it's got a sour ending, man. Oh no. Yeah, it's no, but it's awesome. It's a great movie because all about Donkey Kong, which is like I think the hardest game out there. Um, I can never get past the second round on that. But Same um, here. that's a really tough game. But yeah, this guy broke the record, and then. Um, someone saw that and wanted to break the record and videotaped him breaking it and he submitted the record and they wouldn't accept it and the people who wouldn't accept it were best friends with the guy who did break the record wow. the first record was it now were they both playing on like a dog because i know i've seen some videos on like the rate the video game racing they take that stuff super seriously it's gotta be the right machine it's gotta be the right machine yes. you can't be playing like some old like a right. replica no right I, yes exactly no he's got the machine that's okay. set up this guy is so determined to, be, to break the record that his kid is like i gotta go to the bathroom daddy he's like hold on <laughs> hold on and you can hear it on the tape in the background oh, that's <laughs> horrible like, this, yeah exactly Exactly, you know. <laughs> so, awesome. But yeah, it's a really fascinating movie. Then there's another one about the ET video game, about they try to unearth you. They, oh, the, the, that's the, from our part of the story. It's in Mexico, right? Uh, New Mexico, yeah. yeah White Sands area. Where they a little town called Alamogordo that buried it. So right? I was, yeah. So I was stationed at Holloman Air oh, you know Force about Base. This. Yes. Oh, great. Oh, cool. yeah. So this is <laughs> that's the only thing that really the people from town that they talk about that's really cool. So um, 
at Holloman. Holloman's about 15 miles away from this small little New Mexico town called Alamogordo. And I guess there was the video game E.T. that came out that was supposed to be, you know, this big and awesome, but it was a failure. It yeah, was horrible. It, it, yeah, it <laughs> bombed. It was terrible. So they had, you know, thousands and thousands of units that they were like, well, what are we going to do with this? We don't want it to get out anywhere. So they took it to <laughs> Alamogordo, New Mexico, somewhere out there. My friends of I've friends of know. This. I've heard of this. And they buried them all. Right. For, you know, 25 years or something like that. And, and about a couple of years ago, they went and decided to do like a documentary and shoot it out there to unearth. It's like, I think it's in this area. So they started digging. Sure enough, they found them. They and did. So it was like the holy, holy grail of. Yeah, video games. <laughs> no pun intended for Indiana Jones. There, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Being a Spielberg movie as well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it all comes together, man. There's Jeez. a lot of weird little things out there because I was out there at Holloman also, like in the mid 2000s, whenever they were filming Transformers. So, so I got to see him do all kinds of stuff like that. So Spielberg, he knows that area pretty good. Him and George Lucas, they were definitely familiar with little weird town of Alamogordo. Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll call him up for next hour's Aliens with Gas. Right. We'll get him on the show. You got his number, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'm sure Speed I did. Um, and Eptiro's hanging out with us here in studio. I, I want to play this next song and we'll come back we'll do a little porno music or not. You guys cool with that? Yeah, cool. yeah. Alright, so Satan's pretty cool. Satan's pretty you cool. You guys want to talk about that real quick? That kind of touches on the same kind of subject uh -huh. as, uh, you know, um, you know, worshipping these like false, you know, these, um, reality TV stars right. you know and kind of just how your your head's in the wrong spot and it also kind of hits on you know you're having a bad day and you know sometimes you're like man I want to kill that guy you don't really mean you want to kill that guy but sometimes you wish maybe something happened to that <laughs> guy you know what I mean so <laughs> it's kind of the kind of the best of those both worlds right there perfect man alright we'll jam this right now we'll come right back here on Going Global with Gas cool man <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the that's the last song of the album. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And that's how you end it right there. Inept hero, and Satan's pretty cool from Lazarus is the album coming next week, the seventh dropping there, and you can get and find it online. Yes, find it online when it comes out next week. Yes, on the yes. seventh, Spotify, iTunes, Move Music. Come to the show for physical copies, though. Yes, definitely come to the show. Yeah, I would. physical copies are always nice. I think we kind of miss a little bit of that with today's technology, you know. Everyone just downloads it. You don't sit there and stare at the album cover anymore, yeah. you know. Oh, well, that was a huge discussion for us, too, you know what I mean? It? Well, because I think I'm pretty old school with the ways of growing up and looking at album covers and going through booklets and right. stuff like that. I always enjoyed doing that, you know. But when you're in the band, you start looking at the cost of doing all that kind of jazz <laughs> right. and... That's another thing too. Absolutely, you know, it's it's pricey real quick. You know, it does. You know, and and it, it you know when you're ready for that, mm -hmm. it'll yeah, be yeah. there for you. At least you know it's there for you. I mean, yeah, but you can't. I mean, I know I understand. But you can't have booklets in there. You know, yeah. with the lyrics and stuff. Or do you, are you guys lyrics? You know, would you want to put the lyrics in? Are you? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of that, we're actually uh, we're gonna release a lyric video. Okay. Uh, we can do it during nice. the show, actually. Yeah, hopefully, right. yeah. Oh, you want to release a video right now? Can, well, I mean, we can. I just got to post it on the YouTube. Oh, it's all ready to go? Is this ready for a... Uh, yeah, just ready to be But it's uploaded. a lyric video for that song, for uh, Satan. It's pretty cool. Oh, so. very cool. Why did you want to put the lyrics in there? Just so you make sure everyone knows exactly what you're talking about? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think I like the lyrics, personally. So I figured, you know, 
You want people to sing along, you yeah. know? I mean, it's like, what are they saying? What are they saying? Exactly. Know? There's a few bands that just don't have the lyrics, and like, I'm, like, it's frustrating. I like the lyrics. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean... Well, and when you're screaming a lot, sometimes people don't understand everything you're saying. Right. So Even when you're he, not, he is saying something, right? He <laughs> right. is saying something. Exactly. Well, I've been as confused lyrics growing up. You know what I mean? You hear a song, you always thought it said something growing up the whole time, and then someone's like, uh, what? You, right. you thought it said what? Oh, yeah, you're not right at all. The, the <laughs> double cherry pie. That was my, yeah, Metallica was double cherry pie from Give, Give Me Fuel. Fuel. <laughs> I thought he said pie. double cherry pie <laughs> forever <laughs> and they had a booklet with the lyrics but yeah. apparently I couldn't read that <laughs> you just wanted double cherry pie oh yeah right <laughs> <laughs> well Metallica they had lyrics on their, on their albums yeah that's what I mean <laughs> I didn't read them <laughs> wasn't that confusing to you like why are they singing about double sure. I mean uh, I didn't at that point I didn't know I was how old was I when I came out probably 10 mm -hmm. I I expect my mom to let me listen to it, you know. <laughs> you think you know it and you're cool. You're like, yeah, I know it now. Right. Awesome. I'm going with that. That sounds. Well, there's right. there's a lot of songs that I later <laughs> found out, you know, what this was, what the lyrics ended up being about. Because me being a guitar player, I always listen to guitar tracks, bass tracks, and like most of the time, I'm just trying to figure things out. And I never listen to lyrics or look up lyric content or whatever have you I'm just trying to figure out what they do so that maybe I can rip off their stuff right. later on and make a song <laughs> out of it you know so what's up really awesome is whenever you look up the lyrics to one of those words and it's like what is that what it's about like no way Zeppelin's, a, Zeppelin's great for that yeah. if you're like really like oh man Zeppelin's cool you don't really know anything about him you're like wow every song's about Lord of the Rings <laughs> <laughs> holy right. crap these guys sing about Lord of the Rings the, a lot dude I, I, I put their album uh, the fourth album I put it on, on my on vinyl and I put the speakers on either side of my head and I just made it into a concept album of some medieval guy going across the hills and over <laughs> right. far away well that's my buddy like, I had a buddy he was like oh man they're probably the best medieval band yeah. Like, you even heard of Jethro Tull? I mean, like, come <laughs> Jethro on, Tull, man. Yeah. They're the pioneers of the medieval sound. Those are, those are, right? I mean, they should soundtrack Lord of the Rings, absolutely. Right, yeah, that would be a movie. <laughs> nice, man. Uh, speaking of soundtracks, guys, ready for a little porno music or not? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, let's make it happen. This program contains sexually explicit dialogue. Discretion is advised. Oh, yeah, baby. It's time now for porno music or not. Let yourself go and feel the rhythms of the sounds of sweet, sweet love. And it's doggy style. Test your skills. Is it the beats of passion or just some lame jingle you saw on TV or something else? I don't really know, man. Don't even ask me, man. I'm just the voice of this thing. <laughs> Music or not, so hot, it's on fire. On our hot stuff, Hibachi of Love, rates four for kids. Oh yeah, baby! I, uh, <laughs> that intro was awesome. Thank you, man. <laughs> mm -hmm. You get to see my inner geek when I do those things. So. <laughs> All right, so the name of the game is Portland Music or Not. We haven't played this in a little bit, at least with actual... Yeah, you with know, other people with besides other people. me. <laughs> exactly. So the game is this. You guys are going to hear some music, whether it's from a porno movie. And I say movie, I'm talking about Skinamax, Softcore B, nothing below the waist type of stuff here, okay? <laughs> or it's, <laughs> I'm not going to know anything, man. I'm going to be totally out of the loop. Or it's something else from TV, maybe the internet. Anything kind of a sound of, uh, uh, is overlaying uh, some kind of video or commercial or TV, anything like that. That's what the music you could hear. And this is the, what you're going to figure out is, is it from a porno or is it from not a Are we porno? we keeping score? 
I'll keep score for you guys. All right, <laughs> here we go. Our first one here is this porn or is it not? No. Heidi's feeling no. Oh. Everything sounds like a, like a stock sound from a Casio keyboard. <laughs> um, yes, I think it is. You're going yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes too. All right. I'm gonna say yes. I think this is porno music. We got. It. I've never seen porn. And if I've it's heard not, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's not, what's that, Eric? It, it should be. It should be if it's not. <laughs> Heidi's, Heidi's going opposite. She's going solo yeah. on this one. What do you feel this is, Heidi? Um, some really bad like TV show, like a uh, soap opera or something. You right, know? okay. A movie for a Saturday evening. And the, mo- the, the quality is to- so porn out. <laughs> the music quality is so porn out. All right, is it porno opinion. or is it not? It is porno. Right. <laughs> All I have is the the actress's uh, name. Should we be proud of that? <laughs> score, score. I a, don't mind losing. I think as a band, I think you totally should be proud of that. Oh, yeah. What uh, year? Can we guess the year? Guys. There was no year on this one. Oh, that's nineties. I guess ninety two. Ninety two. All I have is Amberlynn with a good year. with a guy. That's all I have. Here we go. Is this porn or is it not? I think it is. <laughs> I'm going it is just because of the fuzziness of the recording. <laughs> well, it has to do with anything. That you probably recorded it off the TV. Well, everything's recorded well, off I the mean, TV. Like, but like, like crappy? Yeah. No. I like, see like a demonic good. scene going on <laughs> in some yeah. porno. No, I'm going to say yes. You Let's go with yes. You got the lucky yes. What's going on in the scene, Uh I could see some bondage stuff <laughs> All going right. down. All right. <laughs> Definitely some kind of weird fetish. All right, Scotty? Uh, I'm thinking, I'm going to say yes, it is. I'm going to say it's porn, and I'm also going to guess the scene. Right. It's going to be like, uh, I'm going to say like a, like a devil. Like people yeah, dressed up think, like yeah. devils. And okay, it's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, we'll keep that theme going. Oh, yeah, it's porno. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so and Heidi, you said no, right? Or what'd you say? I said yes. She yeah, said yeah, yes. Yeah. Everybody's going yes on this? Everybody's yeah. going yes. Wow, you guys are pretty sick and twisted heads in this one. <laughs> is it porno or is it not? It is porno All right. music. All right. Two, <laughs> two for so two. So stoked on um, that. But your prediction is wrong. Okay. It's uh, not that. It's actually uh, two girls in a kitchen. Okay. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen? Um, no, it's actually, <laughs> it's from the uh, TV show, or TV show. <laughs> Sweet. It's from a porno movie called Kinky Kong. <laughs> Kinky Kong. Kink, yeah, Kinky Kong. Jot that down for me, Chris. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Taking notes over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Somebody can get us a screenshot of. Let's do another one here. Is this porn or is it not? I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I don't know. You going no on this one here? I am. Yeah. I want to see where it goes now. Yeah. It's good. The piano is really hitting hard. Yeah, I think it's not. This is probably from some like 80s, like low budget movie. It's like Enigma. <laughs> I think it's Enigma. Yeah, it's Enigma. I'm, I'm going to go no. Everyone's going no on this one? Yeah. I'm going to go no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the wrong song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I should be playing that one. All right, so is it porno music or not? It is not porno oh! music. Yeah, you guys are, you haven't lost yet. What is that, three? It's from, um, the Calvin Klein collection. It's a, oh, it's Calvin a, it's a commercial. It's something? a commercial for Calvin Klein. Yes, it is. Okay. All right. That's Katy Perry's next song. My buddy says. Here we go. <laughs> is this porn or is it not? Oh, no. 
<laughs> I almost know where this is from, I feel like. I know, that's a tough one. I feel like a Nickelodeon move TV show or a game show. I'm going to just go no and stay with my nose today. You're going no on porn? Yeah. I think no, for sure. You're going no? Yep. I'm gonna say yes. You go. You feel the yes. Is this because everyone's going no, or it's a, it's a fun song? It might no, be no, a no, song. no. <laughs> it's like some beachy scene. Um, oh, that's that chica chica song. Isn't it? Oh, you're thinking <laughs> like that's oh, oh yeah. Oh. That's oh yeah. Oh yeah. By Yellow. <laughs> I have that 12 inch remix, by the way. I literally do have that oh on vinyl. That's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said. Is it porno? And everyone's got their answer in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it porno or is it not? It is porno music. Ooh. <laughs> yes, it is. It's that Lion King one you wanted to watch, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of Lion King-ish, yeah. I don't have anything but couple and Congo sounds. That's all I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's do... Uh, we'll, we got another minute before we go. So uh, one more. How about that? One, one more. more. Let's all do right, it. here Thank we you. go. Is this porn or is it not? Music like that for an actual legitimate show? film. That's <laughs> what so you're saying. It is porno. Yeah, it's yes. a porno. You're going porno. I'm gonna yeah. say. I'm gonna say yes. Cinemax is porn, right? Yes. Yeah. Would you say that? Yeah. Yeah. To someone it is. Well, it's Skinamax, yeah. That's what I said. It's, uh, nothing below the waist. Got a buddy that says it's it's music that a massage therapist plays in the background. And <laughs> she's had too many cafe lattes. <laughs> cafe lattes. <laughs> 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 All right, so what do you guys got? Everyone's in on the answer? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, You're going yes porn? Yeah. Aaron's yes porn. You're I'm yes porn. It's porn. You're yes porn? Yep. Oh, wait, you said no porn. No, you said yes to this porn. Is it porn or is it not? <laughs> It is not porno music. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, got my I got you all. <laughs> I love it. It's from a learning math show. Oh, <laughs> wow. What grade level? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get Chris Hansen to tell you which grade level it is. <laughs> Come sit down. Have a seat here. Come sit down. <laughs> Um, thank you guys for playing this game along. I appreciate it. Uh, you, we're going to come back with some aliens with gas. You guys ready for that? Yes. Sure. We'll talk aliens after this. Yeah, so we have an hour of that coming up in a few minutes. So hang tight with us here. It's the voiceamerica.com variety channel. Saturdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Going global with gas. Man. smoke that's where my money goes in my lungs and sometimes up my nose when troubled times begin to bother me I take a tote and all my cares go up in smoke. <laughs> up in smoke, donde todo es libre. There are no So I roll un bummer y me doy un buen toque 
program might make you think of things you've never thought of. Do you ever think of that? Everyone, flare your nostrils in olfactory anticipation. Mm. The last time I caught an odor like that was 11 years ago. When you learn how to speak to a person's conscience and circumnavigate the intellect, the subject of evolution seems to disappear. What if I told you I'd take you to a place you'd never been and do something to you that's never been done? You got to check it out, little boogie woogie on your brain. Open your mind real wide now. Can I grab you by the boo-boo, don't I can hear my hair growing. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man, man. Another thing I want to reach to you is that during the unbelievable part, I was involved in building another base inside of Belsay, New Mexico, which is Los Alamos Laboratory. We were in the process of the early stages of building. We drilled four large tunnel-like holes. Some of them ran two and a half miles under surface. The equipment kept coming up broken. So we wanted to send somebody down there, a human observers in this case, to find out what was going on. Well, to our total surprise, first of all, the government knew all about it. They didn't tell anybody. When I saw Green Beret and Black Beret people encamped inside of our geologist camp, I knew something was up. The gig was up. First of all, I knew all about the alien agenda. The large alien greys had been encamped there for as best as believed possible about four or five hundred years. It had been one of their internal bases. And we drilled holes right on top of it. All the stinking air, all the black sooty air came right out as soon as one of the first hole was sunk and all this soot came up. And Well, that's when it all, all the hell broke loose, really. Aliens. With gas. Man. Yeah, that's Philip Schneider talking about Dulce, New Mexico and the underground base that they apparently drilled into and, and exposed and we're going to hear a few more clips from him too pretty interesting stuff I um, that's where all the rumors got started from like when they started talking about it was because he drilled that hole possibly i mean that's he said i mean 
smoke came out when they hit it. So what does that mean, smoke? I mean, all these aliens are just in a smoky, in a smoky <laughs> room. Is that what's going on? There, <laughs> they're, they're, they're clam baking it's in the there. the thing from Lost. <laughs> <laughs> Black they, smoke. They dude. hit their go-to-sleep smoke. <laughs> right. right. They all right. just pass out. Possibly. Who knows? We have uh, the band Inept Hero with us. The extraterrestrial rock show right. has begun, and we are the rock show with the band in studio. Uh, punk metal band. Yep. Yes, I say that correctly? Sounds good. They have a new album, by the way, Lazarus, that's coming out next week, and we'll tell you how you can get a hold of that and take a listen to their music. And we played a little bit of it earlier last hour, but for Aliens here, I asked if you guys had any Alien songs, and uh, you guys don't haven't written about Aliens yet, have you? Not yet, not yet. Right. Not yet. I no. haven't found the right words. <laughs> Maybe we'll inspire you guys to yeah, write hopefully. one. That's, that's Aaron, yeah. by the way. We're missing three guys from the band. Yes. So uh, who are we missing from the band? We're missing Chris, Nathan, and Ryan. Ryan. Okay. So we have Aaron, Scotty, and Austin with us here <laughs> in studio. And of course, my name is Kevin Gassman. You can call me Gas. It's all good. I'm just Heidi Gad. Just Heidi Gad. Just Heidi Gad. And I, I think it's ironic to bring up a little bit of the New Mexico in because Scotty lived in New Mexico. I lived in New Mexico. And we were talking a little bit. And Scott, you are military as well. And thank yep. you once again for your service. Yeah. So you've. You've been around a few <laughs> bases in New Mexico, and I when still, I say yeah. Dulce, New Mexico, what, what does that bring to you? What? So that's way far north. It's almost like on the um, Colorado-New Mexico border. I'm more of like south. I stayed at uh, Holloman Air Force Base, which is central to south uh, New Mexico. So that's where my security clearance is. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, as far as hearing anything about Dulce, is that even coming? Uh, no, I mean I've heard base same things you guys have heard, just little uh, just underground base, nothing. Right. Nothing too good. Right. Nothing well. in the barracks being tossed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know if Scotty's cl- yeah. is clear to say right, too much yeah. here on the show. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he told Let's us he might have to kill us. G fourteen classified. It's still an active security clearance. I don't want to mess that up. Well, New Mexico, <laughs> New Mexico, you know, one of the hotbeds. You know, I mean, Arizona is another hotbed of sightings and stories of UFOs sure. and. Maybe every state's got their own stories and their own lore of, mm-hmm. you know, I know California does, right? Mount Shasta. Yeah, dude. And you know what's weird? What? They all touch each other. <laughs> all the states? All the states. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> well, they are, we are connected, I guess. Well, that's right, no, that my point more was that it can happen anywhere. <laughs> right. It could happen anywhere. Well, I was just reading something about like the 37th parallel being like a hot line around the globe. Well, yeah, they have all these, like, they're called ley lines. Yeah. And they, you know, cross and intersect. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm just saying the 37th parallel, like, running around the whole planet. Yeah. They say, like, through, like, Kansas, Missouri, all these states, it's more hot there. You know what I mean? There's more sightings there versus other areas. This is what I read. I don't know if it's true or not. Right. We, it's I on the internet, a lot so it must be true, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a lot of sightings in Missouri, like... I'm in Missouri all the time, and I, just, I see a lot of people from Missouri there, but never aliens. But <laughs> you never know; they might <laughs> they be, could be the same thing. Well, you know what's funny is that's kind of what I wanted to go into on this show today, and it was talking about you know the different races of aliens are out there. In fact, uh, Philip Schneider will hear another clip from him mention that there are different alien races out there. So, my question to you guys is: is do you think there are different human races? Or are we just one human race? Uh, I've definitely seen some people that I look at. And I <laughs> <laughs> that guy is definitely part alien. Right. You know? I mean, I'm just saying as far as maybe, okay, if, if we're human, because, you know, I just feel like if there's so many different races, look, we have different types of dogs. We have different types of, of cats. Why don't we have different types of people? 
Mm-hmm. Are we not? I mean, I mean, should we classify humans as different classes of humans? Mm. You know, you have your pygmies, you have your, you know, I mean, different people all across the world that are just right. not all the same. I mean, or is it all a mental thing? Is it all something that you can change with your brain? Well, I mean, I what who talks about the they're like like a tribe in Australia or New Zealand the Aborigines that have like a different chromosome count or like or they're forty six and something. Tool does a song about it. Yeah, forty six and two. Yeah, but there's something about the. <laughs> It's like the next jump of evolutionary right. with the human beings, but there's like tribes that are like haven't been touched by modern humans that are like a step behind still. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? They haven't made that next evolutionary jump. Right. Mm-hmm. Does that mean procreating with regular humans? I don't know what exactly it means, <laughs> but I think when it, you're saying like different alien races, right? I I don't think if there's aliens out there, they do nef- they don't look like us at all. Like what your shirt looks like, I don't think that's what aliens look like. Right. Well, maybe one or does. Or those are just humans from the future. F- right. Or that's like, an, I see that being that's more probable. An, uh, than that's anything. another theory is that they're they're, they're us. They're, well, yeah, they're yeah, well, time travelers. Right. Well, I'll tell you one thing. So uh, at that base, Holloman Air Force Base, there's a high speed test track on it, and it's really, really level, really, really long. It's maybe ten miles long or something, and they've. They do uh, tests out there for, like, uh, ejection seats, and they'll um, run these rockets on these rails, like train tracks, but more, you know, intricate and stronger built. And they've gotten up to Mach 10. And so when they first created this test track, you know, probably in the 70s or 60s or whatever, they used to give young airmen, like, hey, we'll give you 20 bucks if you come ride this sleigh. (laughs) We'll strap you to it and uh, shoot you off of some ejection things and, and see how your body reacts, and then we can you know fix our quirks and right. these young airmen they're like whatever 20 bucks <laughs> i'm down and so they would put them through you know tons of g-forces on your body which is ridiculous and i saw i was in a building one time that was it wasn't anything classified but it had pictures of of um the airmen after they would get off or like off of the rails and be ejected and whatever else their heads would swell up like aliens their eyes would black out and I saw them being treated like by medical personnel, bandages over their head. And, you know, it's black and white photos, but their eyes were ridiculously large, which, you know, a normal human being being put through these G-forces could resemble like an alien, you know. So, what? Yeah, so I'll try <laughs> That's to f- cool. Whoa. That is cool. I've never heard of that. That's yeah, awesome. I'll try to find a photo of it. I Dude, you know. better find the photo. <laughs> that just like opens up like a oh my whole God. new yeah, thing. Yeah, right, exactly. Like all these things you found the oh, whole yeah. time are just like poor airmen. If you're morphing yeah. $20 richer airmen. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, because you've seen, you've seen a boxer after he gets out of a fight and his face is swollen up. And sometimes it's almost like they're growing another head because it's swollen so right. much, you know. Who knows? I'll try well, yeah, when you're going through those, those G's, there's exercise you have to do to like flex your body to keep yeah. the blood in your head and yeah, I got I got the to core of your chest still. So yeah, well. I got to ride the the centrifuge oh, machine okay. once out there. And oh, did you really? Yeah, they took us to s- only six G's, but still, it's pretty tough. Two movies come to mind when I hear about that movie: uh, James Bond, Moonraker, okay, <laughs> and Spies Like Us. Nice. <laughs> Remember Spies Like oh, Us? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was with uh, Chevy, Chevy Chase, Chase yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd, yep. where he's in that machine. Yeah. So did you, you You got six Gs. What's what's the max that you can go? Or? Um, well, I think they only th- – we saw a video of a, of a female. I think she was a master sergeant or tech sergeant. She went up to 12 Gs, which is ridiculous. Um, they showed it to us because they're – at six Gs, I was ready to pass out. I had got tunnel vision, and I couldn't do anything. I couldn't speak, and I'm trying to you know hold everything in without blacking out. This female, she was, like I said, she got up to 12 Gs, and she was still able to state her name and her rank. And because her body was way smaller, she was able to keep the blood by flexing her lower half of her body, 
keep her blood up in her head and still mm. operate, which was ridiculous. It was awesome. Wow, man. Wow. So I don't Did know. Did she come out looking like an alien? No. <laughs> 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 but yes, I mean, yes, to make the story better. She was. But maybe that's the makeup of uh, <laughs> people of certain people that can handle that kind of situation. Oh, yeah, you know what sure, I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm saying as far as like for humans, I, I, I just do I do feel like we're a different species. We have different human species. Right. I, okay. I I really feel like we have a different species of you know, like you know, first of all, one species of humans will be Americans. <laughs> That's one species. <laughs> uh, to a certain degree. But you know I'm saying it's like as far as like there's a lot of people out there that are just kind of the go with the flow type B personalities. You have your type A personalities. I believe these are two different species of humans. I mean, it, yeah, who knows? socially, I mean, yeah. yeah. Socially, they are too. I mean, what, but they're not. Look, one side has empathy, one side doesn't. So one side has like bad alien, one side has like good alien. Right, that's what I'm saying, right. And anyone on this one? <laughs> you got to leave me hanging? Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> say anything to offend somebody. So. You leave me hanging. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, they're a different breed. I don't like those people. Dallas Cowboy fans. I'm just kidding. Well, because you're a Redskins yeah, fan, exactly. that's, all. That's, all, that's all it is. A different breed of lesser <laughs> human being. Um, you, I'm gonna play another clip from this guy, right? Oh, yeah. Do it. So Philip Schneider is his name. Now he's he's passed on. He's he didn't uh, live too much longer after actually doing this yeah. uh, speech that he did, talking about his time working for the military and digging a base underneath Dulce. So this is the next clip of him talking about his encounter. After we drilled all four holes, it's about a, two days to drill all four of them. And when you build a underground base, you drill four basic holes, and then you build, you call stopes or cross-member holes across, and then you bla use blasting equipment, you know, special blasting equipment by the analyzation of the rock formation, and you literally blast out or tunnel out or, or deflagrate or melt rock out to build the large rooms that are required for this underground base. Well, in this process, I was lowered down the basket of one of these holes, and about from me to this woman here in the front was sitting a seven-foot-tall alien gray. The stench was worse than the worst garbage can you can imagine. The entity was absolutely horrible. I didn't waste any time. I reached for my pistol. I carried a little Walter PPK pistol with a nine-shot clip. This was in late August of 1979. And I killed two of them. Yes, they're mortal, and they do die. <laughs> what do you guys think about that? I don't know. <laughs> he's not selling me. His voice sounds just like he's you know, making this it? up on the <laughs> yeah. He just sounds real shaky. And Let me see a picture <laughs> of this guy. What's his name again? Okay, Philip Schneider is his name. Philip Schneider. I need to look into his eyes when he speaks. Exactly. <laughs> look he his. doesn't have fingers on, on but we're going to explain that right here. I'll play what? this clip for you He doesn't you have fingers? Yeah, listen to this. Okay. In the process, one of them did this. I all I remember is that he just kind of waved his hand in front of his chest, and the next thing I know, this blue beam hit me and just literally opened me up like a fish. And every, uh, burnt, burnt my fingers right off of me. And it was some form of electrical force because the kind of like hit, being hit by a lightning bolt burned all my toenails off of me. Uh, completely crispy crittered my left foot. <laughs> burnt the shoe right off of me all i remember is the smoking remains and i'm laying almost i'm still conscious but in and out of i didn't remember much and there was a a green beret that was right behind me that risked his life in fact he died but he risked his life he shoved me back in the bass and hit the button and took me up and i wouldn't be alive talking to you today if it wasn't for him 
I'm forever indebted. He lost his life. And his name was... However, <laughs> right, we don't get his name. Right, you see? Well, you know. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of this Snyder guy right now. He's, he is, in fact, missing some ha- some fingers on his well, left yeah. hand. I don't know what he's describing. It sounds like he put his fingers on a plug. <laughs> Blue light, electrified, and then made a mistake. I don't well, know. He was saying it was, like a, it was like a laser. Time. He was saying it was like a laser beam, you know? Yeah. Well, like he was see, have you seen right. like an arc, an arc piece of electricity? Like, I've seen electricity arc like at work before. Like, yeet. Well, like huge. This looks is, like lightning. This is yeah. what's interesting about this conversation is like he goes on later on. I'm not, obviously, I got one more clip we'll play. It's a short one, but it's th- there's more to the video. Obviously, this mm-hmm. speech is an hour long. But he mentions Billy Meyer. Yeah. He brings that up. If you don't know who Billy Meyer is, M-E-I-E-R, he is Austrian. Yes. And he's apparently been taking on UFOs on rides all through space to different planets. And he's apparently got photographs of this. Um, I mean, he's a, like a number one abductee in the, in the, on this planet. Right. Mm-hmm. And these guys keep coming back and picking him up and, and what have you. Now, he's missing a hand, isn't he? Uh, is he missing an arm? I think. Yeah, I think he's missing an arm. Can't arm. remember what. So um, maybe that has something to do with. What are they doing with these arms? That's crazy. <laughs> no, but I mean, th- he's kind of a big in the lore of UFOs as one of the major players of abductees. I guess you could say. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now there is Billy Woodward, who is from the Middle Earth. Right. And uh, I say Middle Earth. He's <laughs> from <laughs> Middle Earth, <laughs> New Zealand. <laughs> um, <laughs> Billy Woodward. Is from Inner Earth. Apparently, he tells, he tells a big story. You can look at him. Oh, it's from Inner Earth. Inner Earth. Right. Which is kind of oh, like okay. Middle Earth, but it's inner. <laughs> the, under, okay. the underground. Yeah, exactly. Underground, okay. below us. Okay. There's an, uh, a, a utopian life. I've heard that theory. That's You've, you have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have too. I like that. I think that'd be cool. Right, don't you think? Check it like out. Like the Matrix. See what's really going down. Yeah. But it's not Journey to the Well, I mean, with the, the idea of just living Dude, on the Earth, I mean. Down. Why couldn't there be people living underneath us? Below us, dude. There's aliens that live. I down mean, if there, there are. That's where your different species of human are. Yeah, right, right. there. You know what I mean? Because they're gonna, gonna have like, like different like skin tone and <laughs> from living under the earth so long, they're not gonna have like they don't need like pigment. You don't need to worry about the sunlight. You know? Right, right. Their eyes are probably way bigger because they need to see in the dark. You know what I mean? Interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how I feel like what they would evolve into doing if they lived under the earth like but that. But it brings to my question of like earthquakes. Are is that their way of telling us to knock it off? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Science are we making a pretty good explanation. That's the broom on the where, ceiling. That's what, yeah, right. <laughs> that's, what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Keep it down up there. What the yeah. f- are you guys doing? <laughs> that's a good question. What the f- are we doing? <laughs> it's a question of the week. It is the question of the world. Yeah. I mean, it's like, what, what's going I You know, you look around and what's going on. I mean, there's only a small percentage of people that want destruction. <laughs> you know, everyone doesn't want this. No, everyone no, no. wants the peace and just live and do their thing. You know? And I think that's like, like, like if aliens did come down, they're not going to talk. They don't want to talk to the government. You know what right. I mean? Like I've, that's why I believe like if a person was abducted, it's going to be someone small. You know what I mean? Why would you want to talk to the government? If you were an, a, a smarter alien race coming to look at us, you'd be like, nah. Well, there's pass. a theory. Like if there was aliens that existed, they would either want to study you or they would want to conquer you and destroy you and kill you. So obviously we're still around and we haven't had a war with aliens yet. So they're probably just trying to study us, I'm assuming, or take resources from us. Like I'm sure the the planet Earth has great resources. Not anymore. Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, there's a theory that they were here, you know, that they come for gold and that we were were made to be a slave race and to mine their gold and to build their monuments and, you know. 
but and, and the way they made us is they used the the, what, the original primates on this planet right they mm-hmm. took that DNA I like the stoned ape theory better so the stoned ape theory better the stoned ape theory what's yeah. that oh we're like apes ate like mushrooms and stuff like that and psychedelics and that's where like we, they started getting Thought. ideas with tools and just like their cognitive abilities just started becoming more and more like prevalent no. and that's a big theory is that there's apes that ate these like psychedelic mushrooms or plants and stuff like that and started using tools and things like that and that's evolution mm-hmm. that's that's a theory of like what was a kickstarter to it just like well cause you like neuro connectors you'd be like the brain would be like making new neuro oh yeah yeah, yeah. you're opening it wide what, open you know anytime any of us learn something we make a new neuro connection and as that grows in our brain then we get you know can do more stuff science man science <laughs> I failed science by the way <laughs> I did not I did um, as far as alien abductions uh haven't you guys ever talked? I mean, I'm sure you guys always talk about like Travis Walton from the. He's been show on our show. A couple really? Times, yeah. Really? Where's he? What did he say? I'm, I'm dying to know. <laughs> oh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I mean, as far well, you know, we got a little bit more into the time he was on the ship, you know, because yeah. Fire in the Sky doesn't really go into that. No. And it kind of really, I was a little more saddened about the movie where it was very minimal yeah. on the ship. Well, that book he has out called Fire in the Sky, like mm-hmm. if you read that, it's like whoa, it's like yeah. a communion. If you ever read like communion, yeah, it's kind of like that. The more we do the show, the more we're finding all these different experiences with aliens who look the same. Mm-hmm. So what Travis Walton was talking about was when he was on the ship he was he he saw two humanoid figures mm-hmm. in like space suits with you know the bubble helmet you know that you, mm-hmm. you can see through the fishbowl type of helmet right and that's been they've been seen in different sightings all around the world yeah. well for thousands of years i mean there's like egyptian you know hieroglyphics and but they all kind of draw the same thing no matter what like civilization like right. Aztecs have you know, like that's the always got like the outer suit and kind of the breathing apparatus oh, going sure. on well like, yeah there's that but I mean you know the, one of the stories was in um, what was the, in the Africa? Africa yeah I can't remember the city but in Africa um, these kids these students they like 35 or 40 students saw these aliens I think it was two spaceships and four alien beings get out really tall thin kind of like the grays the really oh, tall yeah, yeah, thin yeah. with the big eyes now that happened in i think what the 70s is that right or the yeah, 90s I I, 90s happened in the early 90s but the story of this guy in australia talks about he's a cop now he talks about when he was a kid he saw two beings and he described him exactly the way the kids described him in africa Hmm. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. So when I start seeing stories like that, I have to. You got to put two and two together. And thinking when you know, they're not in the coots with each other, right? You know, I mean, they're le- legitimately seeing what they thought. I mean, how do you deny 30, 40 students, kids? Right. It was uh, in '94 in Zimbabwe. In Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe. Yeah. Now I just watched this thing recently on Netflix. It was <laughs> called Extraordinary. Yeah. Did you watch that? Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, the Stan Rumnick story. What do, you, what, do you guys, what do you think about that? What do you think no, about that I, footage he has? I used to think that... <laughs> it's the alien in the window. I used to yeah, think it was and, like in his house, straight like, up real. Like, I was like, Fit, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm torn. I don't I d- know. Yeah, I am too. I'm starting to lean more towards the that it wasn't. And that's because of something Alejandro Rojas said. Yeah, he talked about him being more of a hoaxer, right? Yeah. Or yeah. So, an intention getter. And Alejandro, you know, he knows his people. Right. I was very disappointed in that one. You wanted that one to be real. I wanted it to be real, man. 
Me too. I hate when that happens. Me too. Is there anything you <laughs> guys? When, so I, bad. when I saw it for, for the first so time, bad. I'm like, no. <laughs> right. 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 No way. Yeah, what did I just so see? Beautiful. Rewind. Rewind. Like, yeah. I had to show everybody. Hey, come check this out. Like, <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? It finally happened. But I was get. I got uh, mixed reviews. You know. So yeah. I, I'm kind of. There's always gonna be. There's always gonna be someone to to doubt it. You know. There's always gonna be someone. I think you have to. to, You know. You can't look. This guy talks about living in the inner earth. I'm like, right. I'll believe you to a certain degree. I mean, but how? Right. How How do you get out? Right. I always. I like to listen. I want to hear the story, but I'm always gonna look for like the most logical answer of what's going on. Right. You know, mm-hmm. what were you doing there? What happened? Yeah. All right. Their you know credibility. I mean? Yeah, who they are, they are local where they're cook? from. There's certain times that it stinks because like when I hear like people talking about getting abducted, I hear like if they have like a southern draw, that's a ne- that's a, that's a negative. <laughs> I'm already like <laughs> I have no shirt. I don't know. You're you're <laughs> I'm already I'm sorry but Tattoos, yeah. <laughs> He's got like a really bad well, listen, PBR tattoo. Yeah. I mean, one of the theories is that you know they they abduct you know simple minded people for <laughs> for them not to be able to explain what they went through sure. or for them not to be able to you know comprehend what they went through. Mm. Yeah, I think that's just called being drunk. Sometimes <laughs> you know. I, I mean, I don't know. I just want like, will you? They abduct a smart guy for once, please. Right. So someone cr- like Neil deGrasse Tyson come <laughs> back and be like, "I'd have you guys." Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, then who's going to buy that though? You know, who's going to? If think he says it, I'm buying. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm Neil, buying the if book, Neil I'm says it, the movie. So I'm buying it all. So for inept hero, our guest today on the Extraterrestrial Rock Show, any of you guys between Austin, Scotty, and Aaron have any experiences seeing a UFO? I saw the Phoenix Austin? Lights, man. You did. Yep, I was saw it. My dad was like, come outside, check this out. Now, we, I mean, we were living in Mesa. It was way in the horizon for us. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, like, over our heads. Right. It was way, you could tell it was over Phoenix. Right. Not over Mesa. But I thought as a kid, you know, late, not too later on in life when all the, the I learned there was, like, the Phoenix Lights, did I know it was like, oh, cool, I saw something cool. Because at the time, I just thought it was military or swamp gas caught up in but yeah. it, was at, it was at night though like yeah yeah, yeah. it was a, at dusk night was yeah, i think it? it was like yeah i was awake still so it couldn't have been too late you right. know what i mean i was like eight or nine i think when it happened hmm. i wish something happened i mean i'm always looking i look up. to the skies all the time probably more than i should especially when i'm driving but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me no i've never seen anything but there's a lot of weird things out on military bases huh? <laughs> but there's we talk about that yeah yeah like you know over, is, a, over a beer <laughs> right right, right. <laughs> not, on, not on the air yeah alright let's play a song I have um, I have some Black Sabbath oh cool, right. cool. yes you wanna guess what song into the Void. Okay. <laughs> so I have to tell my little story about this song because when I saw them live at the Bank One Ballpark, which is now Chase Field, in Phoenix, Arizona, 1999, New Year's Evil was the show. It was mm-hmm. Black Sabbath who headlined uh, Slayer, Pantera, Megadeth. Um, who else was on that bill? A few other bands, but uh, one of the it most... It must have been a sh- show. <laughs> yeah. It was the most amazing concert I've ever been to. Your so neck was sore. I had a bang over for sure. I, <laughs> I wormed my way up to the Sabbath when they were what? up. I wormed my way up to the front of, the, of, the, of everybody, got to the railing, and I'm right in front of Iomi. <laughs> okay. Right in front of Iomi. And he just finishes the song, and apparently this guy next to me, to my right, and if Iomi's on stage, he's looking to his left, there, he was ready to, Iomi was ready to throw him a pick. 
and he's a lefty, so he's got his pick ready, and he's pointed the guy, here it comes, here it comes, right? And he tosses the pick, and it flutters in the air, and it lands right in my left hand. What? It floated into my left hand. Nice. And I swear to God. Where is it happened. at right now? Where is it? It's in a safe. Okay. <laughs> that Mountain Dew commercial. It, just, I, it was the weirdest thing. <laughs> Iomi looked at me, and he looked at the dude, and he like he shrugged his shoulders like, dude, I don't know, man. I don't know what I can do. Damn. It literally floated Give into my hand. Give me your finger. That's what I would have said. Dude, that is like, if anybody tries to you know ask me like if you can prove how the secret works I would say that story was, was the secret right he's got the pick of destiny yeah. it was the pick of destiny man. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. I yes. floated into that I mean I made my way all the way from that bottom you know all the, the, the crowd and made it all the way to the front row and grabbed who was that kid got Van me Halen. got me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah I'm gonna play this song I love it this is one of my favorite songs this is a song that actually went into right when he when I when I snagged the pick which is ironic but it's about basically leading earth and finding another planet yeah. Nice. Because this one's f***ed up. We swear a lot. Yeah, well, I can edit show. this for radio. Into the Void is the tune. Master of Reality <laughs> is the album right here on the Extraterrestrial Rock Show. Aliens. With gas. Man. 66 Secret Service agents, Green Berets, Black Berets, crack troops lost their lives because the government, our United States government, lied did not tell us anything about the alien threat. There's a war underneath there, and I'm talking dead serious. It's been going on since that time. Since late August of 1979, our military, the Russian military, basically the militaries of the world, have been in constant conflict with the outer space alien. Aliens. With gas. Man. Philip Schneider again, adults say military. There you go, guys. We're at perpetual war with the aliens. Um, these guys have been around since, what, 400, 500 years ago is what he said. And now here we are. At, at a, a war. Not huh? knowing that we are at a war, you know. But uh, again, you know, they always talk about the false flag. Will it be a fake alien invasion to get us more in, in line? You know, how else are you going to get the whole world together? Right? That's my thing. I've always said that. Mm-hmm. Like that's it's either like a like a climate clim- climate catastrophe, you no know, earthquake, something like that, or aliens coming down. Mm-hmm. That's gonna make everyone like, oh, we got to team up, right. Independence Day style, you know? Yeah. Right. I mean, that's it. So, yeah, you know, I mean, so what would a false flag by the government telling us that an alien invasion is gonna happen? What is that gain? What do they gain from that? Ugh. I mean, again, just, uh, is it just basically to get us an order? Is it? Yeah, they're right. Gonna, they're gonna control. Drop. Yeah. The control thing, right? All right, and up here, I was hanging out with us here at the Extraterrestrial <laughs> Rock Show, <laughs> hanging out, yeah. hanging out. And I, I'm digging them. I'm, I'm digging the conversation we got going on with you guys and uh, punk metal band yeah. hanging out with us here in Seattle. Definitely, CBS, thanks so. for having us. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. right on, man. Absolutely. And you know, I always think you know this conversation is always it's universal, man. You know, it really is. This right, is, someone has an opinion be. on it somewhere. Shouldn't this be the international language? <laughs> aliens? <laughs> Just discussing aliens? Aliens yeah. should be the international language. Be. <laughs> I see because it. if everyone knew or everyone was on board that this is a possibility, then, I mean, that would change a lot of ways we do things here. Don't you think? Yeah. Definitely. One thing I was, I was, uh, found interesting is whenever, like, Europe, I think it was uh, the UK, released a bunch of their um, air traffic control videos and recordings, and it wasn't them saying that aliens are real or ufos exist it was just saying look these are our our records and it's live accounts from pilots who know like airspeed and they're reporting these things that they see 
And if anybody knows, you know, things flying from the air, it's going to be a pilot. He's going to say, look, this is an aircraft that's going, you know, 500 miles an hour right. or 300 miles an hour. And uh, and he can tell, you know, this is definitely yeah, man-made sure. or not or whatever have you. So they have these reports that are out there and he's, you know, hey, this is something that was going Mach 10 and it right. made a, a right angle turn. That would like liquefy a human being if you were inside yeah, of it. Yeah, he knows yeah. for a fact it's not you know feasible to think that a human could withstand that sort of pressure, right. so. or whatever the machine. And if you're in it, you're safe inside that machine, right? To yeah. do to be able to do that, yeah. You know, because I mean, are these our machines or everything we see? Even the uh, the you know Phoenix lights because that could right. that have been a, a military drone or could that have been something? Right, like that by us. the nope. X Files episode. Whereas, like, the government... Oh, the new one? The newer one? ...came into the technology, and they're the ones that are abducting these people and doing these crazy things, right. you know what I mean? I right. thought that was a cool concept to take on that. Absolutely. I mean, that's, you know... Hiding. I was just... They were aliens. Just, <laughs> I'm just subtly telling the truth of that show and just like, here you go, here's The government's happened. aliens. Oh. <laughs> the government. And if, well. that, if that's what it is, then that's who we are. That's all it is here on this planet. This is it. This is all we have. Everything outside the space that we have to breathe right. is phony. Is that true? I mean, I don't you think know? so at all. Are we living a big a Truman show here? No way. Know? I mean, maybe from like for an alien, but there's like definitely like stuff going on out in outer space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like black how, do, holes how do you know? Things. Have you been there? I mean, we have <laughs> telescopes. I mean, I don't think <laughs> I've looked through some pretty big telescopes and some pretty cool stuff, man. Right. Like, yeah. okay. So what about, know, like, what about the option? Somebody said that the moon is a hologram. Uh, have no you heard way. that before? Uh, no way. I have a telescope in my backyard that you can look through and you'll be like, no, that's not a hologram. Guaranteed. <laughs> no, Aaron's it's a it. giant spaceship. Hello. Yeah. I like that theory. <laughs> no, but speaking of like... I like the hollow moon theory. I think that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Like the Speaking of like, I was talking to Scotty about this at lunch. Uh, I was reading an article about this thing called the Bjorn Star. And the, the Kepler telescope has been doing this thing where it's been looking at this one part of the galaxy for five years now. And it's looking for dips in light from these stars to see if there's, like, planets going around it. Well, one, this Bjorn star in particular is dipping and lighting up real rapidly. So there's, like, a call to arms with all these telescopes around the planet. Like, everyone aim your telescope over here. We want, like, spectra. Tel- they want spectra, which is, like, looking for gases and stuff like that to see if there's atmosphere. Well, one guy's theory is that there's a thing called a Dyson sphere over this star. Have you never heard of a Dyson sphere? No. Essentially, it's a, uh, a megastructure that surrounds a star that harnesses its energy. So essentially they think it or okay. an alien megastructure. That, yes, I've seen those stories. Yes. yes. So that's what this guy thinks going yes. that's one theory of what's going on. And this is like happened like two days ago. Right. That's like a massive tweet went out from NASA. If you have a telescope about this big, aim it at this star right now. We need all the data we can get. So like a mothership, you would say something like no, I mean, something along those lines. Something kind of, on, kind of it, thing? This guy thinks that there's this alien civilization around the star is what his his theory is. Okay. But the problem is I think it this star is eighty nine light years away or 90, 90 light years away or some craziness like right. that like ridiculously far away you know so if we, it is an alien it's either we're seeing it from a long time ago right. you know as light gets that's here a, you know what I mean that's one of the options right but I mean if it takes two seconds to go a billion light years why aren't they here already exactly if they're gonna that's be another here. thing is like I'm always wondering like if the aliens are here how'd they get here right you know like is there a wormhole are they or are they always here just hanging out and then disappear and then go back to their hole under the ground where this dude's finding them and losing right. his fingers you know what I mean right <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> well, the you know, Hollow Earth, you know, living there, there's you know one of the bases of uh, uh, an alien species that lives there. Maybe they're more human-like, 
You know, right, yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, but these are some of the theories. Again, none of us get a chance to go see it. None Antarctica of us. is another spot that like no one that talks well, about. That's like crazy right. stuff going on there too. You and know? and that, my point being is that we can all hear about these things, but none of us are going to be able to have the chance to visit there. We're not going to have a chance to be flying over Antarctica or, right. or, or the Arctic. We're not going to know if there's a big hole <laughs> that goes into the inner earth. We, we're, we don't know that. So we have to accept what we're told. End of story. Yeah, exactly. And believe what you want to believe. Right? I think it just comes with a grain of salt then at that point. You just kinda it gotta, is. You know, you just take it with a little grain of salt. If you really want to dive into it, dive into it. And if you don't, then... Right, but you know, I mean, you know... It's all good. It's just... <laughs> we're only... We have to believe what we're told. I mean, otherwise, you question it. <laughs> you question it anyway? I always question it because I don't believe it yet. Yeah. Until you can prove it exists, you know, I'll, you know, or it doesn't exist, I should say. Yeah. Because, I mean... It's this. It, everything we just rely on is by what we're told. No, no, there's nothing going on in Antarctica. There's, you know. Yeah, there's, yeah, right. There's no holes. Okay. I, I believe you. Yeah, but the Dulce base, they just don't have extraterrestrials. Like, that's where they think, like, they have, like, Mothman. Like, they get weird sightings around these areas with these underground bases of these, like, strange creatures, too. Right. You know what I'm thinking of right now? What? Monsters, Inc. <laughs> Well, no, <laughs> it's, it's funny that you talk about that because, I mean, they're just about to dive into like a whole I, – because I really feel like if there is things going on, Hollywood is going to run a parallel with it. They're going to release movies of things going on first to get you as the mass to get comfortable with it. Right. Like the idea of this movie coming out about the weather controlling machine. Ten years from now, they'll be like, hey, FYI. The space station was also doubled as a weather right. changing machine. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Because you watch you, movies, you're like, you, and you're now you're comfortable with it. Right. Now we're just about to dive into this new Godzilla series. Where they're talking about Mothman, people underground, a whole underground thing that's been quiet. Right. And now it's coming to fruition. Well, hey. we know Harp exists. Yeah, right. Harp exists. Well, and um, actually, that whole hurricane thing. There was a um, in Texas. One of the some agency there was an article about it where they use weather modification to like build clouds and stuff and that they had just done it like two days before the yeah thing, I, and they I think seen it something like, like that built where it shot, up. A, shot a rocket off and made a big mm -hmm. old cloud and then it mm -hmm. rained yeah that was testing a rocket fuel I believe is what that site is yeah. in Texas hey, so what about that movie that Matt Damon's in where they shrink everyone to the ground see that's cool too did you hear about that movie yeah Downsize what? Me is that what it's called yeah. Downsize Me it's like that one from the 70s or whatever when they shrunk when they well the one that went through the body oh uh, Interspace Interspace yeah, yeah that's with uh, Martin Short oh that's yeah. one of my favorites and Dennis Quaid uh. Uh, yeah, that's a really fun movie too. <laughs> Just watched that recently. <laughs> right, exactly. Like last week. No, but the whole the whole idea of uh, the downsize me is that it, there's less of a carbon footprint, I guess. Right. Of, yeah. Of becoming that small, <laughs> and the idea is like I saw the trailer. Everyone was like, "I live in this mansion, and this and that." You know, it's a like, dollhouse. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But I mean, that's coming to find out the twist will be the carbon footprint created just to shrink you is just like twice what you would have created in your lifetime. You know what I mean? Or they get squashed. I mean, yeah, I'm, just, I'm assuming there's turn into a bug. Yeah, or you get stepped on. A child gets <laughs> in your, a child goes rampant in your neighborhood and just wrecks your cul-de-sac. Right, right, exactly. That's what I'm, that's what I'm, my my thing is about that movie is like there's got to be that kind of that that dangerous element to it, obviously. So that would be what the cat or you yeah, know, or, no way, dude. Right. Right. Do you shrink, do you shrink the cat too? Right. 
Or you female praying mantises. Right. Dude, praying, yeah. Praying like mantises. how like, my I biggest always fear said, <laughs> is that they're big. If like cockroaches were like six feet tall, we'd all be screwed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'd be at a constant At their size them. now, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be like, that'd be Starship Trooper stuff, right? Right, there, exactly. Man. We'd be constantly killing these things all yeah, the that's time. That's probably one of the best alien movies ever made. Jumping on that their back. That one right there. Dropping great grenades. <laughs> yeah, was, Don't remake that one, Hollywood, if you're listening. Starship Trooper. Leave it alone, all yeah, right? It's, it's okay. Enough. That one's okay. Seriously. Very fun movie, that one. I was, I was very surprised. I, I just seen an article talking about movies that need to get remade, and that was one of them. Just I bought no. um, yeah, I bought no. Galaxy Quest. Oh, I love great. that movie. Yes, <laughs> that's a great so movie. So funny. Too. I forgot about it. Yeah. Scrolling through Netflix, saw it, <laughs> watched it. Very I, glad I did. I got it at the three ninety nine bin at Best Buy. So. Oh, there you nice. go, man. Nice. <laughs> I was more like like when I grew up, I watched this uh, alien movie called Mac and Me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and th- what is that? Th- yeah, he does the thing over his head like this, and he yeah. whistles, and he can only drink Coca Cola. Uh, yeah, exactly. In this little <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> but Kevin <laughs> made fun of me about that movie once. On yeah, the show. there's one thing <laughs> I'll never watch is that movie. <laughs> 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 so you know, yeah. I guarantee you that. That's not going to happen. I'm so, so yeah. glad when someone s- else knows about it. <laughs> <laughs> when somebody, yeah, me and my brothers, were like, when somebody has an ugly baby, we're like, oh, check it out. Look at that Mac and Me baby. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody that, gets it. Like, what? So I was like, oh, don't worry about it. But that movie was specifically made like from McDonald's. I mean, yeah, that was yeah, like yeah. A, it was an advertisement. Right. It was yeah. a whole advertisement movie. That's why I would not watch that movie. But yeah. you got you were duped. You were a kid. That's you had it. no idea. I had a McDonald's sweatshirt, so that's probably the reason why. <laughs> That thing would probably be so, worth so much money right now if you yeah, had it still. I know. Some yeah. McDonald's threads. The merch suit. McDonald's used to do everything back in the day. It was like clothes. I mean, I'm sure they still do. Just they don't even do anything now. They don't even do food now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't think they ever do food. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's really classified. Probably not edible. I don't know. They're, not they're for they human pizza's healthy, so. You've seen, you've always seen the pictures of the guy with a cheeseburger after a year or something like that. It never decayed or anything. Oh, so oh yeah. That's, you know. Yeah, well, you know, honey, it lasts a long time, <laughs> too. seen videos of them <laughs> dipping a cheeseburger into, like, uh, what would be, like, your stomach acids. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's sulfuric acid. And for, like, a couple hours, right. and they pull it back out, and it's just this black slime, like... <laughs> it doesn't digest. Well, I seen that thing, and yeah. a guy made an oh. argument, which is <laughs> kind of like convincing that your digestive is kicked in by your saliva, helps your your stomach acid relax reacts to your saliva in your mouth, and when you do that, he's, there's no saliva on there to cause that same reaction, mm-hmm. as it were, just dry dipping it in. Uh, so to where if your stomach uh, you chew it up, you cover it with the saliva, it'll be different. It, yeah, it helps your digestive process. Right. So you think hmm. it's a hoax? I was told when I was young because I had like stomach problems that like I'm not chewing my food enough. Oh, right, that right. was like my issue like you need to chew your food more dude you're taking like four <laughs> bites and swallow it you know and so like this that's just efficiency was, man yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's an interesting thought yeah Maybe it's just a way to tell you. I'm not trying to defend down. McDonald's by any means. <laughs> you're totally defending McDonald's. He works right for now. McDonald's. That's what. No, He's getting paid yeah. by him. <laughs> <laughs> he has a McDonald's keyboard. Yeah. Flip his hat around. That's a McDonald's. It's hat. not Roland. It's Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> his other side gig is with Max Sabbath. Max Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> nice man. Inept Hero hanging out with us here again. It's the Extraterrestrial Rock Show. We have about like ten minutes before we get out of here. Okay. Um, I have a story. Maybe it's real. Or maybe it's make-believe. <laughs> okay. NASA just confirmed the Earth has a new moon. You guys heard this one? No. Oh, wait. Mm-mm. Is it Planet X? It's not Planet X, oh. no. It is actually a roaming asteroid that kind of comes around every once in a while and 
It comes in close and then it disappears and it comes that's in close. It's not a moon, but that's there's a space asteroid. station. But there's oh. a satellite, more or less. But they're saying that it's enough that it's constant in our orbit enough where it's we orbiting can, us. That it's orbiting us, yeah. They're saying hmm. that it's, yeah, that it does that, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Pretty Maybe. wild claim, I must say. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But it's not like if it comes around the horn once, I guess it's ours, right? <laughs> well, a lot of people don't think the moon we have is our original moon. No, that used to be part yeah, of us. There's theories that it was brought here from or somewhere here. else, or or was part of us. Well, there's also theories that the moon was here before the Earth. Think Ooh. about that for a second. Mm. Mind blown. <laughs> <That> is, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, the asteroid's called two zero one six H O three. Nerds. <laughs> Better names, Leah. I'll remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they call it. They call it a uh, quasi moon. Quagmire. Let's call it quagmire <laughs> then. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> So a quasi-moon, huh? It says, 2016 HO3 loops around our planet but never ventures very far left. As we go both around the sun, we refer to as a quasi-satellite of Earth. Uh, since it's tilted, it has an indirect orbit. Sometimes it's a quite closer to the sun and moving a little quicker than Earth. Other times it's a little bit farther out and moving a bit extra slowly. However, it never gets any closer than about 14 million kilometers from the Earth or farther than 40 million kilometers away. Hmm. According to NASA, it's better than 36.5 meters across, but no more than 91 meters wide, and will circle the Earth for many centuries to come. Hmm. I feel like it's a small building. <laughs> 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 That's not a moon. That's a just we have bigger space debris in there probably than that. But, right. But there's like nine of those that do that. Are there? There's more yeah. than just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How cool if we had two moons up in the sky? That'd be badass. Why can't we have like that? a Star Wars sunset? Yeah, yeah right. about that life. Something you like better that, warn right? that thing. If it gets too close to us, we got Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck to blow up. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, oil so drillers. Nice. That'd be great. That'd be a great way to end it, right? I like love the it. Guys, like actually putting his movie experience to work. Steve right? Buscemi. We need love you it. to do it. We <laughs> saw you do it. He's an actual gem expert. <laughs> <laughs> Knows all about rocks and formations yeah, and Steve stuff Buscemi like that. Saves the world. Yeah, that'd be a good movie. I have a, I have a cool uh, conversation online. You can check it out. I interviewed Hal Sparks a long time ago. We just talked about that a little bit. Um, he has a whole theory on the Hollow Moon. Um, you guys know we did Bomb the Moon, right? You guys, yeah, 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 yeah. It rang for like what thirty minutes or something. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. So I think I get that mixed up. See, thirty yeah. minutes or six hours. I can't. I, can't I think it's like thirty right minutes, now. but it rang like a bell. I can't remember what frequency it rang at. It's like a very specific frequency too. Did it really yeah. on that as well? Interesting. I didn't know. I didn't hear anything about the frequency. Yeah. Well, but I had some I'm, I audio guys that nerd out on that kind of stuff. I wonder like if it was the 432 hertz. Might have been. You think it rang at 432? Because there was one. I was, there, I was just like listening to one where it was two uh, colliding uh, black holes. They had the uh, gravity waves. They turned into audio waves. That sounded pretty eerie. Yeah. We talked about 432 and 440. You know, everything nowadays is 440, and back in the day it was 432. Mm-hmm. And my friend was talking about, yeah, when I'm at a party and people get out of out of control a little bit, I always throw some Bob Marley on because he's at 432, mm-hmm. and then everybody just chills out. But I mean, of course, it's reggae, so it's hard to get angry when reggae's <laughs> yeah, on. It's a, it's but, but at 432, you guys are musicians. I mean, mm-hmm. explain why that might be. Do you or do you have an explanation for that? Are you? I don't. You know, I don't know because I can. Definitely music will, like, heavier music will get you heavy. Quieter music will make you feel quiet, you know what I mean? But Right. Well, Christopher's with us here in the room. Let's grab a mic. 
Okay. If he, he said he, he can explain. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got it. Let's hear it. Yeah, yeah. Go for it, man. Okay, so basically all throughout the history of music, um, there's never been one agreed-upon temperament. Um, one composer might compose in 432, one might choose 440, one might be 445. There's never really been in a standard. And there's a theory that um, everything has a vibration, a specific frequency that we all vibrate at. And uh, I came across this doing some research on tool and esoteric knowledge and following up on some of the stuff that their drummers had to say over the years and uh, Maynard as well. And basically it boils down to it's just slightly flatter than uh, reference pitch, which is a standard A440, which most people use. And I have done my own experiments, and I have found that there are certain artists that appear to have recorded in 432. And, for example, you can never play along to a Metallica record completely in tune. You have to adjust your tuning a little bit. The Beatles and certain Eagle songs I found, because I, I have a tuner that you can adjust to various temperaments, and I adjusted it to 432 tuned, and all of a sudden I was perfectly in tune with, like, Dark Side of the Moon and a couple of larger albums. I think there's something to it, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, man. Thanks for sharing that. Hey, always mm-hmm. happy to talk and nerdy. <laughs> 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 well, and the same is true with, like, old, like, really early, like, classical records and stuff, like, as a violinist, you know, like, there's old recordings I've listened to, and I'm like, um, wow, I'm playing this horribly, but then I recognize they were just at 432. I have a friend that just said uh, 432 is associated the natural healing resonance of the earth and it is most natural it's a fibonacci sequence yeah. mm. i would love to do a full show on that the and golden spiral man yep mm-hmm. we'll do that we'll, we'll do a special show uh, strictly on the 432 and 440 because i know a couple other artists here in town that are fully involved and, and read up on on that oh, yeah. as well so for sure um Wow, what a good hour. What a fun hour we've had with Inepturo. It's been all over the place, man. (laughs) Next Saturday it has been, but that's what's cool about it because, you know, let's go with the flow of it. Next Saturday, the 7th, Pub Rock, you can check out Inepturo. Lazarus is their new EP. It drops that night, and they have the hard copy CDs with them. Otherwise, you can find them online and figure a way to download them when it becomes available. Aaron, thank you very much. No problem, Scotty, Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course, man. Heidi. Yep. Christopher. <laughs> What's up? Thank you for coming in. Other Christopher. Other Christopher. <laughs> Chris Spring. Yeah, very cool, man. What a, what a fun hour. So is there anything else we want to wrap up before we do move? Because we got another minute or so. Is there something you wanted to catch up on? Uh, um, we don't, yeah, not in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> we'll save it. Not in a minute. Anybody else in the last minute uh, <laughs> uh, UFO thingies? Um, I was going to plug. Can yeah, I, can yeah I plug your thing. Plug? Sure. Cool. Uh, B&K Sound Labs. Check them out. Great recording studio. True. Uh, they did our album. They did a lot of other great local bands' albums as well. Villain Recordings, awesome studio as well. They yeah. mastered our album. Um, it's well produced. Well, I mean, produced. it really is. Yes, it sounds it is. amazing. It's really heavy. Anybody out there who loves the punk metal sound, I mean, you got to dig Inept Hero because they're going to bring it, and it's a lot of energy in this album too, which is great. So let's uh, see it live on Saturday night yes. at Pub Rock out in Scottsdale. Come check it out. Yeah. Right on. Or if you don't have any money, just hit me up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Scotty knows a guy in the band. Scotty doesn't know anything, man. I know Scotty a guy who works know. there. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scotty, I've, I've known Scotty for quite some time, oh, actually, yeah. and that's great, man. I know you, Aaron, actually, for quite some time. And I met you, Austin, and Christopher, I've known you for a little bit. And uh, the other Chris, what's up? So it's good to see new faces and meet new people. Heidi, 
Yes. All right. People can find us online, by the way. Oh, yeah. Facebook, alienswithgas.com, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Google Play, <laughs> and a whole Stitcher. Bunch of We're on SoundCloud, <laughs> iTunes, TuneIn, Player FM, CastBox. I mean, check us out, SoundCloud. That's our home base for the show, for our podcast that get released on Monday. But this show that you're listening to right now will get aired Sunday nights in Phoenix, Arizona on 99.1 FM in the East Valley and on 93.9 FM in the West Valley of Phoenix. And we're also on the East Coast feed on Radio Buzz 101, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You'll hear this program. And then on Sunday nights, we're also on The Rock 97.3, and that is in San Luis Obispo. So we're Slow gonna town, huh? Slow nice. town, absolutely, right man. We'll get you guys traveling out there, I've man. been there a couple we're times, there, man. Let's make it happen. All right, guys. Everyone out there, thanks for tuning in. We do appreciate your time listening into us ramble about the strange and unusual, Heidi. <laughs> Aliens. With gas. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, and keep watching the skies. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program, brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 